welcome to another episode of Schnozcast. This is Bob, joined by Nick and Corey. So happy to have you here with us again. Tonight we're going to have a little booze news for you, some TT's, TikToks, Gentleman's Agreement, and Pick of the Week. Before I even get into it, let's just go housekeeping. Corey's like, what, are you, what, what the fuck are you doing? I'm just waiting to see. Hey, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for joining us. You can find us out here uh, on the social media streaming services. We release every Friday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Mixcloud, or anywhere else where you get a podcast. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Schnozcast. If email is your thing, you can email us at schnozcast at gmail.com, or you can call or text us anytime, day or night at 618-SHOCKER. Gentlemen, Corey, how are you? Oh, hey. Fantastic. Nick? Nowhere else I'd rather be. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, oh, You can't what? steal my fucking what? line. Oh. Cut the episode. We're done. <laughs> We're done. In the booth, you. Cut, cut. We'll fix it in post. I'm doing great. Bob, how are you tonight? I'm well, sir. Happy to be here. We are missing, uh, we're down one Todd Dillon, mm-hmm. as if there are multiple Well, Todd I'd Dillons. say two Todd Dillons. <laughs> I was going to say, we're wow. missing Todd Dillon. How are we really that's, missing him, though? <laughs> that's a weight joke, just for those that uh, didn't catch oh, it. Oh, boy. Yeah, we, the racist jokes are going to have to go out the window tonight. Yeah, we're just three white guys now. We have nothing. Hey, guys, yeah. so I listened to last <laughs> week. Uh, I didn't really find any of that funny. <laughs> You did it in my oh. voice. I don't appreciate that. Yeah. All that talk of burning things and Todd wouldn't be a fan. That's what? Nothing. I was going to take it further, but I decided <laughs> I think not to. the words to. were coming out of your mouth and you were like, I wanted to ah. ju- like, just agree. Just agree. That's fine. Then I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> For, I, I, I realized that it was a thought that he wanted to, uh, like an inappropriate thought that like he wanted to share and he just wanted to stop it at burning things. <laughs> So much to the effect that I did not pull at the burning things thread. I was like, oh, yeah, burning things sounds good. Yeah. You sounds know him, you good. know him too well. I do. <laughs> I stopped. <laughs> so, guys, how's the week? Shit long, show? Long week. Yeah? Long fucking week. I, yeah. I, I didn't talk to you all week, Corey, so I assume you were head down trying to earn a dollar. Uh, well, I got a bit of a, well, I wouldn't say promotion, but. A little extra added responsibility would, at work. Would anyone call it a promotion? Uh, yeah, maybe. Do they work at your company? A couple. <laughs> okay. Well, congratulations. I think. Thank you. Yeah, I'll I'll give you all the de- boring details after after the show. But okay. Yeah. yeah, I want it all like salary increase, like percentage. Yeah, we'll cover all that after yeah, the show. Exactly. But right. wanted to put it out there. New that, tax bracket. All those. Yeah, things. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Todd and I are neck and neck right now. The helicopter wow. money. Yeah. Corey with a helicopter. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think you can. Yeah. Right on the just, front right on the front lawn every Saturday. Oh my god. Just be going day. in circles like yeah. this. Aren't you even gonna turn it off? We're gonna be down here for two hours. Nope. It's harder to start back up yeah, than it exactly. is to turn yeah, off. You waste more gas turning <laughs> off and turning it back on yeah. again. Better off just let it run. I understand the rotors keep going, it just doesn't <laughs> go anywhere. It's like the air conditioning. Give her more gas. <laughs> The police can't get close enough if it's still running, so that no yeah. one really bothers it. I could abs, <coughs> I could absolutely, yeah. I could absolutely see. I'm, I'm very coffee today. I don't know why. I could ab. <laughs> I, could, I could absolutely see Corey. Like if he got, like let's say he won the lotto, I could see Corey in a helicopter. 
And I could even yep. go as far as seeing Corey going and, you know, going through the training, uh, getting his pilot's license to, to do it. But Corey is, is so particular about things and is so, like, afraid of heights that I could see Corey going out to, like, the helipad, firing it up, doing his checklist and everything, and then just turning, <laughs> shutting it down. And, and being, like, Wait. like never leaving the ground. And me being like, dude, wh- why are you not... Yeah, I'll get there one day. I just, uh, I just like to make sure everything's working and uh, gotta start up at least once a week. I was gonna say, in my estimation, the pre-flight check would use up all of the gas oh in the my helicopter. Just, uh, just check it once a week. I was gonna uh, fly, but then, but then it, we were out of gas. Uh, I did, I did get about a foot off the ground. And it's uh, <laughs> a little, little wobbly, and I'm not, not, not quite there yet. To where now, Corey, I would you be afraid to to be up in the helicopter, or be afraid of crashing in the helicopter? I'd be fine. I'd be fine up in the helicopter. I've you been in planes and it's flying right. your own helicopter. You'd be fine. Oh yeah, dude, easily. Oh, no, but the story about you being on the top of a parking structure. Yeah, because there's there's nothing. You, I can easily go over that ledge. And but, fall but to that's my what death. I'm saying. The, the ease which you th- with which you could go over the ledge in a parking lot structure would be the same ease with which you could. No, because it would be one of my. Went wrong it would be one of my stupid idiot friends either Bob or Nick, that would do something stupid behind me and either cause me to jump, like... No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. First of all, neither one of us would ever be up there in that helicopter with you. No. No, no, not in the helicopter. I'm saying... On the park? Okay. The garage, yeah. Yeah, we used to go up to parking structures, and he would not walk to the edge of a structure. And I know what you're thinking. Like, if someone doesn't like heights, edge of a structure, 10, 11 floors up in the air, yeah, yeah, of course, why would you go to the edge? This edge Mm -hmm. had a one-foot-wide... By five foot tall, mm-hmm. poured concrete wall. Like Corey's eyes could barely look over this edge. Yeah. And and it might have even been higher than that. And he wouldn't walk. <laughs> let's let's with, add feet to it yeah, as we're as, telling the story. As long as there's a barrier in he, between me and falling, he, I'm good. Yeah. No, 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 no. He would not walk six feet of this wall. Let's say, because it's not a ledge, because it's closed off. Yeah, fair enough. He wouldn't get six feet from it. And his excuse was that he thought I was going to jokingly make him jump, like scare him, and yeah. and that he would leap over he the would, he would <laughs> he would like grasshopper into the air and fly yeah. over this giant wall. But it sounds like he's saying that he would have been totally fine, no anxiety whatsoever if you hadn't been there. Correct. Like, if he was there by himself. That's what he I, said. That's what that he right? said. I mean, I, I'd be a, a little more at ease, not completely, because I said it, to to me it's. It's really that barrier that needs to be in between me and falling. So but like there was if, a huge was barrier. Just you by yourself. No, no, I can still go over the top of that. <laughs> but, but, but you're by yourself. Are you saying if I'm by myself, I'd be a little more daring. I, I yes, I would look. I, I would. I would get up to the edge and look over. Bob, I, I okay. told. I, it's almost to the point where you could not look over. That's how tall this the cement wall. You was. could still look over. And <laughs> either way, I, I told but, him. I said, right. Corey. I, after laughing for a very long time, I said, "Do you understand that even if someone was like." Like, if you were completely safe, like, to hit the ground, sure. you know, like, let's say there's a big airbag at the bottom, and someone was like, <laughs> yeah. and he had all kinds of safety equipment on, yeah. ropes, everything. Sure. If someone said, you need to lift up your friend and push him over this, t- I could not do that. I if Even if I tried to lift him and push, it wouldn't happen. So okay. walking behind him and, like, poking him in the ribs and him freaking to where he would fly into the air and fly <laughs> over this barrier, like, makes in zero my, sense. Whatsoever. In my mind, it's very possible. <laughs> 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 like imagine see that the the top of that Budweiser sign yeah that's like the it, top of the wall 
And he thought that me being well, behind him like somehow, six feet tall, yeah, somehow he would go over it's that. Not that tall. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it. No, I'm telling it, you. But like, so because I've been up in the, like the Sears Tower, and I've had right. no like I can go right up to the glass and press my face against it and look down and go out on the the ledge that has the plexiglass that you can see all the way down. I have no problem doing that because there, like I said, there's that barrier, that safety barrier of the plexiglass that I know well. What I think is going to stop me from falling through, <laughs> right. yeah. But I feel much safer in that okay. than I do exposed in the like. Now, if there was an open air plexiglass thing that you walked out onto, yeah. It, so and like and not like fenced in because fenced in is still I'd I'd be fine. But if there was like a, a a deck you could walk out onto and see from that, yes, then I would have a, a very big problem being out there, Corey. So disappointed at the Sears Tower. <laughs> I couldn't find that hardware department anywhere. Would you ever walk the Grand Canyon Skywalk? It's the glass bridge. What? That extends over, no. the, over the Grand Canyon. I'd have to look it up. I'll, let me look it up here to see a picture of it. Yeah, maybe you could pull up a picture and share it here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there, it's called the Grand Canyon Skywalk. We have a bridge that goes over the Grand Canyon. No, no, it's not. It does well. Clearly, it doesn't go over the entire bridge. I was going to say it is a horseshoe-shaped bridge with a glass walkway that juts out of the edge of one of the canyons at the Grand Canyon. No, where yeah, the the whole floor is glass, so clearly you know you can see everything below. Is the Sears Tower the one that has the glass floors? Glass floors. Yeah, what's the one in Chicago? Corey was in the Sears Tower. What's the one? What's one in Chicago that you get in that thing and the windows lean forward? Oh. um... That might be the Sears Tower, because right, I know. But you're, he, you're 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 just standing like yeah. a, like a person sized slot right in yeah. the glass, and then kind it, of like and then it leans forward. It's not like a forty five degree angle. It's probably like it, it leans forward like ten degrees, so yeah. that you can peer down fuck the that. side of the building. No, fuck that. I mean, I can't see him doing that either. It's all a matter of degrees, right? How much? Like, I might be fine with that. But I might not be fine if it went like forty five degrees, you know, <laughs> to the point where you were like resting most of your body weight on the glass. That would probably freak me out. There right. was. Uh, Are there you showing it here now, Corey? Yeah, I'm trying to get a bigger. Trying to zoom out if you can. It's not letting me though. Yeah, what is oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's a high resolution. Yeah, so I don't know that that's necessarily like a, you're not going to be able to see the the glass part of the bridge, but. Um. It's it's not a full, uh, you know, floored structure. It's a horseshoe shape. So the horseshoe is the part right. where the glass is. <clears throat> it's all open in the middle. Like, you can't walk in there. Mm-hmm. But it's just a, you know, go out and, and back again. Now, and Corey, that that, that is a railing that you should be afraid of. Yeah, that looks yeah, like that, that railing's sad. like three feet. See that dude that looks like he's resting his ass on oh the, my God. In the blue shirt on the yes, left? Yes, <laughs> That would freak me the fuck out because... That's a railing where, like, if someone... Uh, startled you you could yeah. fall over that and do you do you know how many I, I i i don't know the exact number but it is a shockingly large number of people who have plummeted to their deaths at the grand canyon because they were walking along the edge and you know there's like a <laughs> there, there might be a railing that's maybe like two feet tall yeah and then below that is like a little drop off of like 10 feet with some rocks but the thing is that if they try to like take a selfie like standing on the rail or just on the other side of the rail and then lose their footing they might fall like 10 feet on those rocks but those rocks will like cascade them and they'll continue to fall down like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet down to the bottom and they will die so here, here's an, uh, kind of an overhead that's a great you. yeah that's a great shot <clears throat> no thank you <laughs> nope would you do that Corey? 
No, that because that that's the epitome of the the top of a parking garage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that and that guy. I mean, yeah. that's what Corey sees when he's at the top of a big cemented. Just exactly a, what a I giant. <laughs> yeah, where you there's no way you could even gaping jump or, maw yeah. down yep. below. Yeah, that that would be terrifying. No, I, I don't. I don't like that because engineering can go wrong, and it doesn't look very supported. I don't like it at all. I could see like, well, there's only supposed to be a hundred people on there, <laughs> and there was a hundred and five. You know, no, right? Oh shit! Okay, I got what? another one here that. Might be even a little better. Another picture? Okay. Yeah. Uh, this Grand Canyon picture is brought to you by Hey Dude Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> They're big on candy. If you're going to walk out there on that uh, on that glass. Uh, Might as well do it in comfort. Yep. Hey Dude Shoes. As if we were sponsored by them, this is a different website that has the same advertisement. Uh-huh. Is, I feel like every website that you go to, you get those Hey Dude Shoes. Yeah. Look at that shit, will you? No, I don't like it. Yeah, so, so there, there's the, the a better, ca- better look at. The <laughs> caption of the picture says, the Skywalk at Grand Canyon West on Tuesday in May of 2011, just after the glass panels were replaced. Why the fuck do they need to replace those glass panels? Because all the stress that's put on them that from fr- the people. That would freak me out. Oh, these are brand new. Wait, why did you have to replace these? <clears throat> yeah. They probably have to replace them once a year. I would hope so, so what, at least. So what? So you should probably uh, figure out when they went in to go like, okay, it's been 11 months. Probably not the best time to go out in that. Don't be there at the end of that. Jesus. Yeah, so. that's... I, I don't like how there's no supports underneath it. I mean... I mean, I'm sure it can hold a shit ton of weight. But it, you know... That's that's not the time where you want to like cut corners and be like, well, it's going to look sleeker. If you don't have supporting <laughs> yeah. games, you know, like no support that shit. Hey, we got you the, uh, the we got you the budget beams for this uh, skywalk that you <laughs> <Yeah>. wanted. <laughs> Do you want? <laughs> they got them from New York to come out. There, yeah. There was, there was a TikTok I think I saw of um, somebody that was like uh, in a rooftop apartment mm-hmm. and there was a pool like that. They were just talking about that on Dave and Chuck the other day. With a glass bottom overlooking the city. So while you're in the pool, you could look down. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not sure, though. I feel like maybe the water would give me a, like a false sense of security. I don't know, man. If I dove down to the bottom of that pool and could see the street 150 stories below me. You I'd- don't have to dive down to the bottom. You could stand right and look right down. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'd feel too safe in there. Plus, you know how heavy water is? <laughs> like, yeah. Think, Jesus. Just dangling on the outside of a building? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you just don't want to be those, like... And in the news today, crazy accident. Yeah. As a matter of fact, in um, The Mechanic 2 with uh, Jason Statham, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the other guy that poisoned it with him, but there was a, a scene that was exactly like that. One of the guys that they were sent after had a penthouse in a high-rise, and he had a pool that came out, and they basically scaled the high-rise and went underneath the plexiglass pool yeah, and just took a little drill bit and drilled a tiny little hole in it. So when the guy started swimming, it started leaking, and that created pressure on the pressure, bottom, yeah. and the bottom just gave out, and the guy fell all the way down Dude, the street. Dude, I mean, anything, anything. What, what, if, what if there's a police shootout? Someone robs a bank. Or there's some sort of, and a stray bullet. 40 stories below. A, a stray bullet hits that fucking bottom, 
you know, and you don't know. And I'm like, oh, stop. Boom, boom. Who knows? Maybe it's New Year's Eve and people are shooting into the air. That that would be a concern. A definite concern. Are you talking about Mechanic Resurrection? Yeah. I didn't. So I don't think I've ever seen this movie. Really? I've seen the first one. I didn't know Jessica Alba's in it. Tommy Lee Jones. Michelle Yeoh. Um, then you said that there was a, another guy who had the pool. Was he the bad guy? He was one of them. There, I mean, there's a shit ton of people they killed in that movie. Uh, yeah. Maybe the people that got killed were all no names because I don't remember, I don't recognize any of these names. He, it wasn't it wasn't a very big scene. Like I said it was just one of the guys that they were sent after, so it was only like five minutes out of the movie. Yeah, sadly the credits don't list guy who had pool. God damn or it! I would have picked him out immediately. <laughs> Sons of bitches! All right, uh, let's Corey, let's do a little booze news. It's and now cool. it's time for booze news. <laughs> okay. Uh, so for booze news, we're gonna do the headlines. So I know Nick is. Uh, I'm gonna have to take a squirt. <laughs> but in the meantime, <laughs> take a squirt. Wow. I I was, let's, let's, I was no. I, let's never refer to it as want, that again. I'm gonna explain why. Uh, well, no, please do. But let's just never do that. That's again. That's fine. Okay. Uh, I was on Vice. They were doing like a. They have like a series of like comedians, and they they were doing one on Andrew Dice Clay. Which I watched. I don't know if you've seen it or not. Not the one. Not on Vice. I. I mean, obviously, I know who the yeah the Dice Man is. Yeah. But. So that was absolutely one of his hickory dickory doc. <laughs> it was kind of the whole story of like how he, um, you know, started off as a just a plain vanilla comedian and and decided to take on this. Oh persona. shit! I think I might have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting. I mean, there weren't a, there weren't a ton of interviews with him. A lot of the stuff was like stock footage and right. You know, taped interviews from. Um, you know, shows that he had done guest appearances on, but it was, but it was really interesting. Um, they didn't say much about my favorite part of that dice story was uh, the album that he did, the day the laughter died. Yeah, at the end of it, where he picks a fight with that guy in the crowd. Yeah, really bad. Yeah, but I love that album because I didn't. I thought it was. I'm like, this is crazy. I've never heard anybody do this before. But I didn't know that he was on the downslope. Oh yeah, that was near the end, very end of his career. Yeah, he was doing like smaller clubs where he used to fill arenas and he probably was full of a lot of anger for oh, the way, I'm sure. <laughs> the way it, things didn't go his way, which really wasn't from, it sounds like from the documentary, it really wasn't anybody's fault, but his own, you know, he pretty much adopted this persona, which was very much a, you know, a sexist, racist, you know, persona. And he would, he was attacking everybody except for like white men. And got thrown off of Saturday Night Live. You know, women were boycotting him. And so he couldn't get, he got his movie got pulled. They they refused to market the movie at all. And because uh, he was telling everybody, he's like, this movie's going to be amazing. I'm going to be the number one star in, in America. And next thing you know, like, they, they didn't market it at all. Well, and, and it just tanked. And, and that's, that was it for him. And because he stuck so much with that persona of, like, and it wasn't, I mean, obviously they were jokes, but the way that they were delivered because, like, trying to compare, like, between a guy like Andrew Dice Clay and, in today's day and age, like, Daniel Tosh. Yeah. Daniel Tosh is very very much the same way. But he knows how – he brings a funny approach to it. Mm-hmm. Like, basically right off the bat, like, I'm just telling you this isn't my thought. Right. This is just a fun a funny thought for everyone. Yeah. And plays plays it a whole different way. And then kind of, you know, laughs about it at, at the end. Rather than Dice Clay, he it was more – 
like I'm this tough guy, and yeah. this is how I feel. Yes, how he I was, feel. He about wasn't. It, right. Yeah, he wasn't joking about a situation. He wasn't saying like, "Oh, I observed this about this situation." Yeah, he was this basically is how saying, "I feel about this." It. Is how I feel about that situation. And to make it matters worse, then whenever he did any interviews, he did it in that same persona. Like, yeah, there was yeah. no. This is an act on the show. Like this is just me in this interview. He he. Every interview, he was always the same character. Yes. In public, he's like, I can't drop this and ever publicly be myself. And that got him into trouble. Oh, big time! I, I, because people like Louis C.K. now would do, and this is back. You know, uh, no, I. This might have even been a special, like his first special back from, you know, his his exile. Uh, started off with abortion. Did fifteen minutes on abortion. But painted it in such a way that it was it was a lot of wordplay and forcing the crowd to take a position on you know this stance or that stance. Like, okay, you're going to take this stance, but what if I told you this? You know, and so presenting right, it was, them with it a was, choice. It was back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And Not Andrew, a, this is how I feel. Yeah, Andrew Dice Clay was never a back and forth. It was just a yeah. Here's here's my thoughts on something, and yeah. whether you like it or not, that's that's my bit. Even though it, it was a bit. It was still just so aggressive, and there, there, there was no other side to it. So, yeah, I, I see why he, his career basically tanked because with the day and ages that we were getting into, even back then, yeah, uh, his stuff was pretty. And he's in like kind of there. a renaissance now, where he was in that uh, the remake of Star Is Born with Lady Gaga. Um, he had his own show for a while, and he's still doing movies. So he's now an actor and not a comedian. So. Oh, good for him, probably a little bit better of a fit. <laughs> Going to get in less trouble, probably. Yeah. All right. So what do we got here, Nick? We're going to do a, a Co- shot. Corey, why don't you introduce this to us? Uh, this is So we had some dill pickle vodka up north mm-hmm. uh, when we were up in Tawas that we all enjoyed a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I did some searching around today for it. Um, the distiller is called Pickle Shots, and I have a bone to pick with Pickle Shots <laughs> because... You go to their website, and it's, at first glance, fucking amazing because they give you a locator of exactly where you can find their product, which is awesome. They're hovering over the keyboard now, like, do we email them or not? It sounds like they're in a corner, but it feels like it's turning against (laughs) us right here. But you go to any of these places that they say that their product is sold at, they do not have it. Some have never heard of it. Others are like, oh, yeah, we had that months ago. Yeah. So I finally tracked down a bottle of what we're about to try. Uh, and I, I don't even remember the name. On it's this. called Chilled Pickle. Chilled Pickle? Uh, it's, so it's Chilled Pickle uh, Vodka uh, rather than the Pickle Shots Vodka that we tried to get. So this is the dill version. I do have a bottle of the Sweet, Sweet. Pickle Pickle Shots in there too, so we, uh, we might try that next. Yeah, I can't wait to try that one. All right. Uh, if, uh, if you'd like to join us, please pour yourself a shot of some sort of libation. Uh, if it's too early in the morning, you're like, I can't do that. Uh, it's 7 a.m. It's called Chilled Dills Pickle Vodka. Chilled Dills? Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Yep. All right, ready? <laughs> what is going on? I'm spilling all over the place. All right, all right go. There we go. Cheers. 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 Ooh. Whoa. Not as pickly as the pickle shots. I was going to say that. No, but it's a nice. Uh, that would be good with Bloody Marys. Oh, yeah. That is. Okay, so this is the reverse yeah. of pickle shots. Pickle yeah. shots is very salty, very heavy on the pickle juice, right? To the effect that it is almost a neon green, and I don't feel like they add that. I feel like it is so much pickle juice that 
because it is very. I just had it like a couple days ago with uh, my cousin Allie, and uh, so oh, the hooker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's apparently what? a hooker. Um, you, so you should explain. <laughs> Rather than just, I mean, I don't know if she I listens up, or not. She she uh, she had a photo with her going out, and uh, because I asked, she posted a picture of, um, of this dill pickle vodka pickle shots, mm-hmm. and I told her how amazing it was. She's like, "Oh, I've never had it," and all she drinks is like vodka and energy drinks. That's all she'll have on a weekend if she goes out or something. Yeah, but she loves like me. She loves green olives. She loves pickles. She loves a lot of things that have brine. And so I said, this was amazing. We headed up north. We had these little shooters of it. Why we did not get a fifth, I have no idea. Okay. And so she tasted it. And she's like, oh, my God, this I want this all the time. This is my favorite now. And so she posted a picture of it on Facebook. And a mutual friend of ours, Ryan Marl, apparently had liked the post. And I said, oh, my God, where would you find it? We were mm-hmm. going to buy a fifth of that up north. Yeah. And he immediately, under the post, being honest Abe, as he is, is like, oh, you can get it at Vreeland Market. It's uh, right right there in Woodhaven. <laughs> She's like, thanks a lot, Ryan. Don't tell everyone where it is because I won't be able to get any. And so, like, the next day she bought four-fifths of it and took a picture with wow. it. And so I sent the picture to Corey, which is my beautiful cousin, holding four-fifths of pickle vodka. Yeah. And uh, he... Basically referred to her as a whore. Uh, <laughs> First of all, I said hooker. Yep. Oh, that's better. Huge difference. And uh, huge difference. And uh, he stands. The whores by are it. cheaper, as I understand. But it's okay because she thinks he's like a homeless person because every time she sees him, he's got his shirt off. She's like, "Could he please fucking put a shirt on? I'm <laughs> so I, sick of looking yeah. at your Facebook posts and I and, and I, seeing him <laughs> without a fucking shirt on." Guess what's happening later tonight? Shirt off. Yep. Just for Natalie. She's yep. like, "Really?" She's like. Now it's like the whole family. Like even my dad at the at the Oxrells. Your dad like, took a shirt off? No, my dad at the Oxrells. Oh, he's man. like, he was telling Zeke. He's like, you know, there's like an inside joke with our family about how Corey never wears a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's not very inside because it's very obvious he never wears a shirt. Um, and as I told you, I, well, I didn't tell you all this, but obviously that was set out of love for her, and I would say that to her <laughs> face. <laughs> Wait, what? The- Call oh, her a hooker you, you, was oh, yeah, set yeah. out of love? Yeah. I will say that to her face. Um, I think the last time he saw my mother uh, at, at one of my kids' <laughs> graduation called party, hooker. called her a hooker. Yeah. yeah, and then gave her a hug. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is how she, the no, slutty family works. I'm still trying to explain that went away. <laughs> I called her that was late, two years ago. I called her a lady of the night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, well It is evening, and I, uh, you are a lady. I do not, at this point in time, like when she was younger, I'd get really mad. Mm-hmm. Because I would, uh, I would have to defend her, right? Defend her honor, but much like Corey's two sisters, I don't have to worry about Natalie. Corey should be worried about Natalie, just like yeah. as if I called one of Corey's sisters a hooker, he'd be like, <laughs> "I don't give a fuck, <laughs> fucking just just fucking say that to Callie or Keegan's face. You, you're the one that's gonna have to deal with her." Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. But, All right, Corey. Let's let's do a little booze news. And now it's time for booze news. I thought we already entered this. <laughs> I'm going to cut that part out. This is, is going to be the official start of booze news. I, I, one thing I want to do. One thing. We then, don't, don't, you don't have to cut it out. We're, now, we're, now we're officially you know starting booze news. No, 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 no. Like, it'll be easy enough because uh, we right, no, no, went right no, into dude, the no, squirt. No, the, no, the, no, the no, 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 no. That's fine. Let's not cut any of it out. Weave it as is. You and I will talk about this later. All right. Jesus Christ. All right. So, uh, 
Star Trek actress Nichelle Nichols' ashes to be sent to deep space. I was so excited to hear this story. Yeah. Because... Was that the Asian woman? <laughs> no. No, she's not... Okay, well, no, I thought it was... Uh, that's her right there oh, okay. on my screen. No, okay. Why well, is that she, funny? She's she's uh, African American. Well, I didn't know. I've, I didn't. I didn't know that was on your screen. But I do so remember. Okay. I do remember hearing about that. I never yes. watched Star Star Trek, but I understood. Clearly, but that that's okay. Uh, I still think that's she, cool. She was very, very, very influential, and I can. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit because I thought it was really, really uh, sort of an uplifting thing. But essentially, this is how I would. Uh, this is how. This is what I want to happen to me. Can it I, never can I just, will because I was not a famous just, and on Star Trek. But. Can I just ask something? Yeah. Is there some sort of pattern that's happening that? here with like with the oldest person on the podcast at this point in time, at least, uh, basically reading obituaries? Yeah, since Todd's not here, yeah. Bas- right. Basically reading obituaries every week. Uh, this is not an obituary. This is that's a story like, about. So here are celebrities that have died. No, I'm not doing that. In fact, I think uh, on a previous episode, I noted that she had passed away. This is a story about how she's how her ashes are being. This, this is a story about sent into deep space. Yeah. All right, so there's a private space flight company called Celestis, which I did not know existed, but this is fantastic. Uh, they've been sending cremated remains into space since 1994. They're going to put some of her ashes, some of them, not all, on a, uh, on a on a rocket as part of a Enterprise flight scheduled later this year from Cape Canaveral, Florida. This was uh, obviously the Enterprise was the name of the starship mm-hmm. in Star Trek. Um, unlike their previous space funerals, which... Also, they, they did one for James Scotty Doohan, who was on the show. He played Scotty, um, the, the engineer uh-huh. uh, on the Enterprise. And Gene Roddenberry, whose remains, part, part of them, I think, were sent to deep space. He's the guy who created the show. Um, unlike those flights, uh, her ashes are bound for interplanetary deep space. So it's not just like going out into orbit, like maybe somewhere between here and the moon, and maybe to fall back down to Earth again. She's going... Deep space, like, going to continue to go. But that's what I would want. I take my ashes or take my body that's that's frozen in uh, in stasis and send it out, so that years and years and years from now it could be recovered by aliens and then brought back to life and and they can make me their leader. That's what you think is going to happen. That's what I know is going to happen. Not uh, like you're going to wake up in an alien lab. So much to talk uh, about. Maybe, but that's a that's uh, that's a it's like an eighty twenty chance um, that I'll be the leader. Wait, 20, isn't 20 it kind of weird with her though? It's going to be like her arm and part of her lip that are going out into space. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> you don't. I mean, technically, if someone's cremated and you split the ashes up, you don't know what's going where as far as Barty parts. But if you believe in that kind of thing, is that really important? Are Barty parts like Barty parts? Like they sing like a song? <laughs> birdie, birdie, birdie. If they, they play a loot. Let me try that again. They play a loot. Well, body parts <laughs> going into deep space. Birdie, hurdy, froomly, froom. Does it matter which which parts are going where? If you I believe think, in the soul, I then I, I just think that it, the whole the, all of I, all the ashes should go. I, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you split them up? Um, I think that happens a lot. I think people who are crem- cremated sometimes say, "I'd like uh, some of my ashes to be put with with you know with what with my wife over here and the other." have to be put in, like, the place that I bought up north that I love to go to. Mm. You know what I mean? Seems kind of like a lot. It's not all about you, sweetheart. <laughs> Who are, you, are you looking at him or me? The, the people that make this decision. I mean, it seems kind of like uh, you're kind of oh, you needy. You're kind of needy once you've died. Like, I want to be here, and I also want to okay. be here. So you're, say, be you're here. saying that 
at some point, your demands for how many different places your ashes are going to will inconvenience me, Nick Bader, and I'm not sure. Not me. Do that. But the well, family, that's the like, point you're raising. Oh well, you are God. the family. I gotta, in this dr- I gotta drive to pictured that's rocks what, that's to what I'm now. <laughs> that's what I'm talking. Take about. her thumb and put it in the picture, and, I, <laughs> and then I gotta go her to the Caribbean. Thumb? You know, then you know. So first, Could before you, you cremate, <laughs> I'd like you to. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna sever, say, can you can you make <laughs> sever the thumb and cremate that separately? Can you make requests? Yeah, to have your body parts individually cremated. If you paid for it, I feel like they'd do anything you wanted. You know what I would do? I want both my cut middle my, fingers cremated. Cut my nuts off and both put you them, guys cremate them separately and send those over to my ex-wife. I, no, I was I was I was literally gonna say that I was gonna creep I, I would have them I would have them cremate both middle fingers yes. and my dick and send it to Derek Muhammad. Just sprinkle That's, it over his fucking house. I think if you had the money to pay for it, they do whatever you wanted. Yeah. Whatever you wanted. Within within uh, the within law. reason. Within the law. All right, so back so back to Nichelle Nichols. Uh, she, again, she James Doohan, Scotty, James Scotty Doohan, uh, Gene Roddenberry also had this done. She died at the age of 89, and she inspired a lot of women of color. She was one of the first, um, really, women of color to have a starring role on a show, and to the point where she was an equal member of the crew, which, and I, uh, as I recall from the Star Trek episodes I watched, was a very inclusive show uh, where, you know, there were aliens of different colors. There were, you know, uh, relationships between Captain Kirk and many different colored aliens uh, from different planets. Uh, I think even Nichelle Nichols and James Kirk had a, had a, had a love scene at some point in the show. Were they star-crossed lovers? They, they were. They <laughs> so, were hell, lovers. here's a question. Yes. Do you guys think that that would truly be the alien form of different, like, different types of aliens yeah. in a very small alien community? Or would it, are they going to be like some other movies as they're portrayed of just all the same Little people with big eyes and huge foreheads. So you're saying that there's different races of one specific alien? Yes. Well, there, there have to Would, be geographically, based on what I mean. Where, unless the whole world is exactly the fucking same, uh, but but the reason that there's different ethnicities and dialects is based on location, geographically. Uh, some places are closer to the sun. Some places. I'm not asking to be not. schooled on it. I'm just asking what your thoughts are. No, I'm I'm trying to get the question. Um, are you so so do you do you feel if, if aliens truly do exist yep would there be a whole different world and I, I I guess we could say race a just whole new world. A whole, different different types and different uh, entities of aliens if you will yeah I think so they, they, okay. each of them would be I do believe aliens exist they're just been smart enough to stay away from our dumbasses for all this time uh, but depending upon what planet that they live on and what the what the geographic and uh, planetary makeup is of their home world and how close to the sun how uh, what the gravitational the, they're going to be they're going to look different they're going to act different so you, so you're more of like in, in the actual like the men in black school of thought like when they have the air the the airport or the hub that they all travel to and there's all these different species of aliens around i think that there would be different species of aliens okay. yes. right. now, now i the Men in Black, uh, like uh, basically airport, 
that they had, I don't think that would ever happen. Well, no, I'm not saying. I'm just. I'm saying how it's portrayed in the movie. Yes. Yeah, I do. But I think. But there have been studies that have been done that say that the human form of you know having four limbs and you know a brain, a, a head, and a face, um, with which to see and hear and taste and smell and all those sorts of things are characteristics that would be replicated elsewhere in the galaxy. Maybe not specifically looking just like human form, but would be a they would need to have limbs similar so they, could, they could similar form. Manipulate physical objects. Right. They would they would be thinking beings. They would be able to uh, you know at least experience the 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 senses that we do. Sight, sound, touch, taste and feel. Have, so have you and guys smell. and I yeah. know you you probably <laughs> but have you guys, I know it's a big joke, but have you guys watched the Ancient Aliens things on, on the I History ha- Channel? I have not watched Ancient Aliens. You have never watched it. Never have you? Have. Yeah, because George Constantinopoulos, that's... The crazy hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched it? Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, th- there's there's some good episodes. There's there's some other ones that they have certain people on that are are a little too far out there. I'll have to I'll have to look at it, because and, and, it's been a while since I've watched it, and maybe I'll rewatch it and find some episodes to give to Bob, but... It's Damn cra- it. it's no it, dude it is it is fucking crazy like um but it, just uh for instance right here I just saw this the other day mm-hmm. this st- statistic and I was like oh my god that is fucking crazy the Great Pyramid of Giza pyramid pyramid okay has oh okay you fucked up what did you fuck up earlier herd of herd of herd birdies yeah yeah yep. uh. Has two million three hundred thousand limestone and granite blocks to make up that pyramid. Two fucking million. Each one of them is about two point five tons. Yep. So, oh, how in God's name are you? And it's like I forget how many uh, how many stories tall this fucking thing is. Um, how tall is the Great Pyramid? <laughs> four hundred eighty-one, featuring according to PBS. Four hundred and fifty-five feet tall. Okay. Four hundred and fifty-five fucking feet tall. What was your original question? So there's no question. Okay, but I'm saying that they go into things like this, and they uh, said that there was okay. there was a different. They're uh, saying that there's no way that humans no could have done that, and they they couldn't figure out why they were built they don't but, know why that these pyramids were built and then when they scan them there's all these different chambers and uh they they feel like that the great pyramids were built as some some way celestially to uh transmit some sort of power like throughout and they go into more detail that i could ever express right now okay. but but just taking just taking that information right there, they said that we currently do not have the technology to be able to recreate that with heavy machinery. Like it would be very very difficult. But I feel like I've also seen specials where they've hypothesized how they did it. How yeah, the there's there's some things where it. they're like, oh, we put them on the logs and they just slid them up. But dude, could you? 433 feet in the air, two tons each, two point, almost five million. I think, I think that goes back to another Louis C.K. quote where he says uh, 
there's no limit to human ingenuity if you're willing to throw all sorts of uh, death and suffering at it to make it happen. Yeah, I, but you can get as many humans as you want. I just don't understand. I think they did. I think they threw every single body that they could enslave and conscript into doing it and pushed all of those fucking giant stones uh, but, on the logs but, to but, get to where they are. Bob, they're saying that that with the technology we have now, with mm-hmm. earth movers, with bobcats and cranes and all the things we have right now, it would be extremely difficult for us to to put that together. I, I don't and know enough to, to dispute what you're saying, but they I, 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 I want to now go look up yeah. again to see what was what was the special that I that I might have watched that where they went into detail about how that might have been done. And as far as we know, they have they had nothing. But I mean, after watching so many different documentaries and and kind of getting an idea of of all all that history, yeah. Like at, at some point, we we could be missing something. Sure, we we could be missing a, a part of their history. That has never occurred to us that we've never found any bit of that they could have had certain things that would have been able to create that the pyramid and make it a lot easier for them. And we we just haven't discovered that part of the past. And I've already Which, said I believe in aliens, so it's entirely possible that it was I'm not saying it wasn't aliens. There's dude. also in, in one of the episodes yeah. um in ancient Aztec culture, like we're talking five thousand years ago, something like that. Okay. All right. Well let me just Jump in the middle of the story here and say let's let's do the shot and then let you finish your thought. Yeah, because I want to hear it. I, I I've never seen Ancient Aliens, but I feel like I'm going to very oh, soon. You are gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I do. I am interested in it yeah. because I find it. I find it. Fascinating. If you tell me you believe in aliens, like if it was some I did ghost thing, I and you were like, yeah, dug my own grave, Bob, and I'm gonna lay in it right now. Bob must have been influenced by the aliens when he poured this shot. What's that? I have half a cup of of what fireball. It's Sorry. literally half a shot. Well, there was also some fucking, uh, uh, some drool that you left in there from the last time. You, you, so you, clearly, still, you still could have filled it so up. clearly you're not interested in finishing the shot, so I thought, well, let's he get was, a little bit going less. a little lighter Maybe on I'll you. finish yeah. this one. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Also, you have to realize that your shot is twice the size of these Yeah, ones. that's true. So I think on uh, episode one, I just, I just saw, they were talking about, the Aztecs, and this is the only thing I'll I'll lead you into. I think it was the Aztecs, like five thousand years ago or something. They found some tomb, and they were going through and and buried with with these mummies or whatever they were. Uh, these these people were these golden artifacts. This was one of them. Okay, and there was a bunch like this, and they said it's like a golden airplane. Airplanes five thousand years ago, and, and right. To the effect that they actually, uh, I'll let you watch the episode, but <laughs> but but they but they said it's okay to spoil an ancient alien show. Okay, uh, I'm giving you permission. Okay, so what they did with this, if you can see it here, you can put it to the camera. Yeah, if you can see it here, this is one of many artifacts that they found that were very very strange. They thought were very strange, so they took all the dimensions of this. Okay. And put it, created it on a larger scale, and put a motor on it. Yeah. And it flew perfectly. <sighs> now you're freaking me out. I feel like we could do an entire episode just about ancient aliens. Because you've watched him as well, right, Corey? Yeah. Oh, we probably should give it a shot. So. After I get assigned ancient aliens, I feel like that's what we should do. an entire episode on and, it? Yeah, and I think in so. the episode, you can watch this, but they flew this and okay. as like an RC plane. 
They, they, they made no modifications to it, and it took flight. So things like that all around the world, right. they say, are suggesting to the, to the effect that, that we were visited, like ancient humans were visited way back and given certain technologies. That, yep. and, you know, um, they, they gave some reasons on the pyramid that um, at the time, like why they built them and right. why would you build such a, that doesn't make any sense to build such a huge structure just to put people underneath, like to bury people in tombs. That doesn't make any sense. But they said that they feel like that at one point it was, uh, they aligned with the stars or they did something to where, to where uh, the people of, <laughs> okay. the people of that time were not, <laughs> were not aware of things like astronomy. They were not yeah. aware of things like flight. Flight did not come to pass and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. un- until our recent history. <laughs> I shot a you want me to mute you? Should I mute you no, while I'm you're working it out? Okay. But there's there's so many there's so many points that they make that it's it's like yeah how did they get this fucking information? Why do you have these yeah. little trinkets that are perfect airplanes? You know, in a tomb, or how did they know about the stars and how they were aligned and think it's just very very strange but it's i i found it very if you can look past the dude with the fucking crazy hair it's pretty interesting i can look past the dude with crazy hair and who dude, is that? Once, once you see him who is that guy his dude he's, he's constantinople did you say was? he's got a crazy greek last name um yeah constantinople is is yeah. a stage name that is not your real name istanbul to constantinople <laughs> Yeah. No, he was. Uh, he's like the poster child of ancient aliens. Like any meme you see, it's this guy. Like, all right, because he's he's like. I a, feel like that's the one thing that's going to ruin it for me. Like I'm I'm going into this going like I want to see it, but if we attach like a Harry Carey doing, uh, <laughs> he, dude, but, he's 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 basically he's, uh, he's basically like uh, Voyage to the Stars with Jeff Goldblum. I'm going to lose the no, suspension no, no. of disbelief. He's he, and I'm just gonna say he's this just is all he's bullshit. just like a paleontologist or a historian or some someone like that. Is he in every Ancient Aliens episode? Just about. Fuck. <laughs> they just come in and they ask right. us. But he, he just happens to have crazy hair. I mean, those people are nuts. Okay. I mean, they're scientists, you know. Yeah, so. he, he's he's basically he. It's almost like he's trying real hard to look like the modern day uh, Albert Einstein. Do you guys get, are Albert you guys Einstein put off by Neil deGrasse Tyson? No, I like him. I do too, but I didn't know if you lumped him in the same category as this crazy haired guy. No, he's no, he's, he's a fucking genius. He's well, and, and this guy's well, maybe also the, maybe this guy's also this guy's also a genius. I mean, yeah, yeah okay, he, well, he's he's not, but just his it's his look that what is what what's off putting. Okay, because you look at him, you're like, okay, this guy's crazy. Now, you know, Neil uh, DeGrasse Tyson, DeGrasse Tyson, Tyson yeah. yeah, he look he looks normal. He does, and uh, so, unless you discount the well the ties, the, the, the yeah the, I, the space ties he wears all the time. But like this this guy's look is as okay. Well, I'll I'll pull him up here. And- <laughs> All right. While you're doing that, um, we're going to pivot, pivot, pivot into uh, Gentleman's Agreement. Gentlemen's Agreement. Gentlemen's Agreement. Gentlemen's Agreement. Gentlemen's Agreement. Sorry. I'm always at a loss as to how long to let this go. Once I hear the first, it's the once I hear the first motherfucker, then I'm like, okay, we're good. You could always dial it down. Yeah, you don't I have could, to just hard stop. I like the hard stop though. Okay, because <laughs> it's not like 
If we dial it down, then I got to wait for the dial down, and there's no reason to. You have to wait for it. You can start talking over it. You control the dial down, or you can just talk right over the fucking song like you just did. I just did. Yeah. Still learning stuff. All right. Still learning stuff. I've been waiting for this for weeks. Nick has finally finished Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. The second half, he already gave the first half review. Uh, uh, Nick, I, I got to defer to you here. Yeah, so uh, the second half, and I apologize uh, about that. Not at all. Uh, but the as you should. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. But the, the son the, of a bitch. The first half, if you want to hear it, go back several episodes. <laughs> um, but I, I wasn't really. The hook did not sink. Um, Even in the second half. No, on the first. Oh, okay. on the first, okay. it it didn't it didn't take um, and. You know, I was really put off by Brad Pitt's forced Southern accent. I was put off by just the peppering of who's who from Hollywood being in this movie. And uh, hold on a minute, let me let me just—I don't know if you remember it all, but let me for anybody who's already seen the movie, and for those maybe who haven't or or have followed Nick's example and will only watch the first half. Where did you stop that first half? How far did you get? I would what say scene, what, what I think it was I think stopped? it was um I think it was uh, a two and a half hour movie I stopped at hour one. So what was it, going on when you stopped? Um, I think Do you remember? Yeah, it was um I think it was when uh the the bear came out. The of, bear Jew came out of the, the tunnel. The bear Jew came out of the tunnel and beat the shit out of the guy. Um and it was for no reason uh what was going on in the movie and it was not that it well, was, they were trying to get the they were trying to get information from the German. Yeah, it officer. was it was not disinteresting. It wasn't a point that I was like, I can't watch this anymore. I had just had an extremely extremely long day, week, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and I was nodding off, and I felt that I didn't need. I, I needed to serve this movie the justice that it deserved. Uh, okay, being assigned to me, and I, I I paused it, turned it off. Gotcha. And the next day, tried to come back to it, and. Apparently it was only a twenty-four hour rental. And okay, so let me you, watch it. When you started again, where did you start? At that same scene? same same spot. Okay, yeah. all right, same keep going. same spot. Uh, so I ended up watching probably the next hour and a half um, of the rest of the movie. And it, first of all, the the first hour seemed longer than the the second hour and a half. It picked up in the second half. Of mm-hmm. the movie. Okay, yeah, and uh, it, you know I wasn't sure. Where the movie was going, I didn't know if it was supposed to be, uh, you know, actual events, and I very soon right, which is why I'm so excited to get this review from you because you have you have no knowledge, no, uh, no pre presuppositions about what it what what it's about and where it's going to go. I you know obviously I knew it was uh, took place during you know the uh, the war the World War One and Nazi Germany two. or two yep okay. Um, Nazi Germany and, uh, you know, trying to, um, in that era, I was, I was trying to figure out, was this just a lot of, you know, really well-known actors that were depicting and acting, uh, something that actually occurred. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Right. And, uh, I really liked the second half. I very soon realized that this was fiction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, because, you know, spoiler alert. Not a historical, like, uh, sticking to facts. Yeah, spo- spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. If you don't want to hear it, uh, skip ahead. But, yeah, Hitler and all his men were not killed in a movie theater. Um, I like the premise of it. 
Um, I like the idea of it. I could see why a lot of people would want to get behind it or be in it because they probably wish that they could have done this to him and all his top officers. Uh, so, yeah, there's probably a lot of – I know there's a lot of Jewish people in Hollywood, and I know there were in the movie as well. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you were to tell me this and knowing the history of the Holocaust and everything going on, like I'd be like, fuck yeah, wherever you want to put – put me in this fucking movie. Yeah, that would be awesome. You know, right. I, I love the, the sound of that. Um, but, yeah, I, you look – I end up looking past – Brad Pitt's accent and, you know, um, looking past that fourth wall and, right. and was able to suspend that disbelief. And I got into it a little bit more. Um, really liked the ending. Um, as soon as, you know, he made that deal, um, it, it's still, it's still to me, like, I feel like it could have been just per. This is just personal. This is just my, my personal opinion, but sure. I felt like no-name actors would have blown that movie out of the park. Uh, having all this shiny brass from Hollywood do it, it's just really tough to swallow for me. I feel like if you got some really good no-name actors, I think the movie would have been really, really good. Um, but regardless, um, however Tarantino's movies end up coming to fruition is a story for another day and another cup of coffee. But I think a lot like uh, Scorsese that he has a stable of actors that he likes to work with, um, and Brad Pitt's one of those actors. I, I, Christoph Waltz, who played Hans Landa, was is one of those actors. Um, so those are the actors that he 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 knows the best that he and he trusts. Uh, like Scorsese likes to work with DiCaprio and De Niro. Same same thing. Um, I. So what did you, what did you think about the, um, the scene in the in the basement bar? Oh, that was great. That was probably my favorite part of the movie. I, How I, fucking good was Michael Fassbender as as the uh, Archie Hickox, the the, the British? Who, who, Michael Fassbender is German, um, who's playing and who's playing a British person, pretending to be a German person. Well, I, I loved. Okay, so are we talking about the good guy or the bad guy? Uh, so the bad, the, the the good guy is so they're, they're going down into La Louisiane, the the basement bar. Bless you, bless you, and bless you, bless you. And so Brad Pitt's, you know, like you don't have, you you don't got to be fucking <laughs> you don't got to be uh, General Patton to learn to know you don't want to fight in a basement. Right, exactly, and. And so Archie Hickox is the British soldier who's, you know, arguing Pretend for Pretending to be that. German. And, and he's like, I'm going to pretend, I know German, I'm going to go down there and meet our our spy. Yeah. Um, Bridget von, von Hammersmark, who's, who's in the basement. So he's the one who gets, um, and again, spoilers here, I, you should have skipped ahead long ago, but uh, he's the one who gets pegged by the SS officer as with yes. an accent yeah. that he can't place. And so he has to kind of talk his way out of it, which he nearly does. He nearly does. I, I, I feel that the performance of the officer. The SS officer? Yeah. Yeah, he I was very, very good. He was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, he was an antagonist, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he was uh, He was great. I mean, you you wanted to hate him, you know, like. 
as he's talking. Like you, right. you really want you. He, he's you crowding know. in on their game of you know whatever that is. Uh, stick the uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shooting. That's just shooting. No, no. Yeah, I'm not sure what the name of the game is. No, but, but um, you're basically playing like a version of charades. So was he the same? And I, I can't remember. Was he the same guy from the beginning uh, that got the people killed under the floorboards? No, no. Okay. That was so, so those that was two Hans actors. Landa. Those yeah. two actors, I thought, did a phenomenal job. Right. So when when the basement bar scene was done. Then Hans Landa came down the steps with his men to investigate. And yeah, he found the I shoe. remember that. Yeah, he's the one. Right. Yes. And so he, the guy who played Hans Landa, her. right, that's Christoph Waltz. And Christoph Waltz won an Oscar for that part that he played in that movie. And he was the first person or the second person? <laughs> he, so he's right at the very beginning, the, yes. the very first that's scene. That's him. He should. He, the, he did a phenomenal job. Yeah. The fact that he, he's a German who needed to play uh, an English accent, a believable English accent, a French accent, an Italian accent, and flawless German. I think it was phenomenal the way, because I, I was thinking about that through the sh- through the movie. I was like, man, they are really, they're really on top of their game here. They're having Germans speak English and French and switching back and forth. Yeah. And... I mean, how do you? F- you're gonna have to find all these actors that can that can do this and nail these dialects and and you know that that is the difficult part that I feel like Bravo. You know, the, the story goes that he was about to like give up on doing the movie until he found Christoph Waltz because he needed a guy who could do all four of those things, and they found him and he's like, well, we got our guy, we can go ahead. And when she was sitting and having the strudel, yeah. Next to him, yeah, yeah, and she was, and she's a phenomenal actress as well, mm-hmm. uh, who played uh, Shoshana. Um. Oh, the the other scene I wanted to ask you about was so when when they got to the theater, and so I I already knew on the first half that you were sour on on Brad Pitt's accent, but when they got to the theater and he needed to play the Italian, uh, they, the three of them yeah, needed to play so Italian camera, that he thank said, you. That really? part oh, was, you feel the same way? Yeah. That was, he was like, he, he's like, he, he was already, he was already, bonjour. Yeah. Bon he, he was already, like, he was already trying f- to force a stupid accent through the entire movie. Yeah, he was. And, but the that, joke was that he was like, no, I've got the best Italian accent. Yeah. But uh, then, but then he tried to make second best. Then he tried to make a very stupid accent out of an accent. He was already trying to do and it didn't but, work. But my no? thing is, no, why at all the right. beginning were they all just playing along like, I mean, I knew he knew from the beginning the the bad guy. Who? When he was like, "Oh, he's like, uh, what part of Italy are you from?" And he's going back and forth between Italian. But that's the that's the genius of the Christoph Waltz role is that he he knew very early on, and he played them to the point where he's like, "I'm going to get you when I need to get you, but right now I need to take care of Bridget von, von Hammersmark." Yeah, and that's the genius of of his his role and 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 what his what what his objective was throughout the entire second half of the movie. So, yeah, I, I thought it was phenomenal. Um, the end was super cool. As soon as he said, you know, eventually you're going to take this uniform off, aren't you? And I'm like, I know where this is going. Yeah. So, yeah, super cool. I uh, really enjoyed it. Um, like 70, the last 75%. <laughs> <laughs> that, that That's fair. I, 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 I'm really happy to to hear that you got it. Uh, I feel like I, I don't think that you've seen Django Unchained yet. No, 
but as a natural progression to the next film that he did, I think Corey, having seen it, may agree that that's a good follow-up. Yeah. But I would almost like to watch it again. Like, now knowing, like, everything. You can keep that as long as you want. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. knowing everything now, like, watch it in full. Because I think it would appreciate. Because I'm like, the first uh, part was just kind of like, yeah, where's this guy? This guy's really annoying. I think me. I've probably watched that movie thirty or forty times. I, I, I it's one of those movies that, um, as a World War II film, have joined the ranks of the Dirty Dozen. Um, How spot on was the guy that played Hitler, though? Oh my god, it looked yeah, just he was really, fucking, really scary. It looked just fucking like him. Yeah, like I mean, it it was like a an old picture of him, I mean, like, was moving. Like, it looked just fuck. It, it's not like, oh, well, it's the mustache. No, it looked like it. When he would laugh and stuff, you were like, oh, my yeah. God. I mean, it looked just fucking like him. And I will tell you that uh, just from a film perspective, the whole basement bar scene it is one that uh, if I was going to be a, a budding director or a writer or an actor that I would study because it's it's so well done it almost eclipses the rest of the movie maybe, yeah, except it, for maybe the opening scene with the farmhouse it, it literally uh, the opening so good the opening scene of the at the farmhouse and the basement bar scene could have been their own movies yeah literally yeah. They, they could have done a hateful eight one one scene like one backdrop yeah and they could have done the whole movie in that house, and they could have done the whole movie in that basement bar, and and yeah. I think that it would have been interesting. Th- still. That's how strong those two scenes were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I All agree. Right. Sorry, Corey. Right. Thank you, Dick. Oh wait, wait, hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. One question though: Who played, who played the the dad of the daughters in the first scene at that house? Oh Jesus! Because uh, it looked he looked name. very familiar. He he's a French actor, so he I, almost I don't reminded know he, me. So it would be a guy that you'd seen before. No, but he reminded me of um, the guy in, uh, was it 300 or whatever? He, he looked almost just like him. Oh. Uh, I didn't. I don't think I've seen 300, but I know who the guy was. <laughs> I haven't seen 300, but he reminds me of the guy in 300. He looks just like it, so I thought. Gerard Butler? Uh, his name was Denis Menoche, who played uh, Perrier Lapadite. No, yeah. but who was the was it either Spartacus or Three Hundred? What one of those fucking movies? Um, who's no, Three Hundred was um, he, he's a, a Gerard Gerard Butler who played Leonidas. That guy. Yeah, that's kind of how you he know looked. what uh, he with the like beard. Him. No, I yeah. can see how yeah, you would he looked like him. Yeah, he would look like a very uh, sort of like an older farmer version of yeah. Gerard, Gerard Butler. Yeah. Uh huh. No, but okay. <laughs> Have you looked at the two pictures side by side? No, I don't need to. He you should. To. He doesn't need yeah, to. I just smart. did. And, he can and see I'm it in like, his head. Oh, I can see. I Done. can see how he would have done that. All right. Sorry, Corey. But he did a phenomenal job. He did do a great job. Corey, you had to watch The Gentleman. I did. For me. And by the way, yeah. I, I've already determined, like predetermined, because I knew I'd, I'd assigned you the last three movies you had to watch. Uh, I'm not, I've got Nick tonight. Okay. <laughs> I already brought, I, I'm all set. So you brought it with you? Yeah, I did. I did. And, right. I, so, and so, I have Bob. Yeah. Well, no, no, that that can't work that way. You have to have Corey. How am, I, how am I supposed to give you Ancient Aliens? We'll save it for another time, man. You son of a bitch. If Todd was here. You know, we're all on a podcast together. We do every fucking co-host. weekend. You will get your shot. All right, so you had the gentleman from me. Yes, sir. Um, 
I'll tell you what, starting out, it, the opening scene with Matthew McConaughey sitting at the, the table yep. and doing his stupid fucking Mercury commercial in a movie. Yep. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be done. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure already I, asking my money. I'm, I'm, right, I'm, I'm writing out the text I'm like, asking for my money back. I, I'm, this is it. I'm shutting it off. Yeah. This is the worst way to start a movie. Gotcha. Persevered. And th- things picked up. Okay. Uh, Semi spoilers. Uh, so it's Matthew McConaughey is a, a kingpin American that is now living in London, and he has his own weed farm or farms, and obviously in London, weed is a, it's a huge, huge issue. Like it's it's unheard of and and. The worst of the worst as far as crimes go. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got a, a bunch of underground grow houses and grow ops that he has. And uh, so there, there's a back and forth between these people that want to buy him out. And he's, he's looking to get out of the business a little bit. Um, and so there, there's this certain groups that are looking to buy him out for insane amounts of money. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, his associate... That's a, a bit of a hitman. There's a story about it basically going back and forth with all these people that are trying to buy McConaughey out. Uh, I think Mickey was his name in the movie. Yes. And McConaughey just basically says, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not being bought out for just by anyone and tries to kill off the people that are, are giving him offers and, and also trying to screw him over at the same time. Awesome action movie, it, it, great premise, great storyline. I, I was great act. Colin Farrell's character is the coach, uh, yeah. and it, and and dude, a ton of funny, a shit ton of funny lines in it. Uh, very intriguing. It, it, awesome, awesome movie. And then the very end came. Oh no! And they closed it out with fucking McConaughey doing another Mercury commercial, and I was like, "Yep, that just killed it for me." If, Seriously, dude, why this was made so? And and in just so everyone knows what I'm referencing. Oh man, I was. Or, I'm sorry, not not Mercury Lincoln commercials. Well, it doesn't fucking matter well, either way. But the car commercials he did were prior to this movie being made. Yeah, and they tried to play very hard on that commercial in the very beginning of the movie, and the very end of it. Yeah. It was that it was it was a Lincoln car commercial at the beginning and at the end. Had they the beginning, I'll forgive. Okay. I'll definitely forgive. Yeah. The ending, though, to end it like that, that, that it was terrible. Oh. I'm not, Did I'm not, I strike out the the third? No, no, third no, because no, because the, the the entire movie itself wait, was was awesome. I mean, it, there was yeah. there was a twist in the middle that uh, never would have saw coming with. Yeah. With given the opening of the movie, and what you saw then, just after that commercial completed, right? They they twist in the middle, and I'm like, okay, well you, they they got me on that one. Okay. I, I I didn't think that was going to be the case of how how that situation went down. Yeah. So that was that was excellent. I said everything everything in between those two uh, two buns, if you will. Damn it was amazing it was just that beginning and that ending that i couldn't 
I couldn't get along with. All right. Well, it, had, it had they it done it any other way, I'll take my lumps. No, I, 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 this this was this is nowhere near as bad you, as, you, as the last two. You don't even know how hard I'm going to be working at for the next time I I, I draw your name. Oh man, no, nothing crushes me more than that. I'm I, I, I'm not trying to crush you on this one. No, it, it, I want your honest opinion. And that, that, if do, you fucking hated all three in a row, that I want to hear that. Didn't didn't hate this one. Like I said, it was it was all I right. just that that very beginning and the very end. So hopefully it was better than the previous one, which was trance. And oh God! So, it, it, so I'm at least been going. It up knocked and it not knocked down. It knocked trance out of the water. And then what was the one? Before? History of violence. Oh, history of yeah. Oh, yeah. it it definitely it blew history of violence completely out of the water. Yeah. So all right. No, you're you're, you're trending upwards. Oh, that's thank God. All right. I got some work to do, clearly, but but I'm in it to win it, Corey, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get that fucking A plus review. You're getting there. All right. Uh, so to close close this out and probably close the episode out, I had Belfast from Todd. Uh, Belfast Belfast is a movie that I had that had been sitting on my shelf actually for probably a month or two. Um, I just hadn't gotten to it yet. So. Uh, Belfast is, uh, as as you would imagine, it's set in Belfast, Ireland. No. In 1969, which was the year of the troubles between the Catholics and the Protestants in Ireland. And it was directed by Kenneth Branagh, who's done a lot of different shit. He directed the Thor movie. Um, he's, he's directed a lot of movies and plays that uh, are centered around Shakespeare. If you haven't, if you've never seen, uh, if you're if you're interested, he did a movie in which he directed and starred as Henry V, called Henry V, based on Shakespeare's play. Uh, highly recommend as a film. It's really fucking fantastic, even though it's Shakespeare, and a lot of people are like, "Fuck Shakespeare," but you should give it a shot. So Belfast is a, a story about the coming of age of a. a it's not even a coming of age. <coughs> Excuse me. It's about, he, he cast a, a young boy as a, a nine-year-old boy in Belfast in 1969, right when the trouble started, like legitimately right when the trouble started. And it's a slice of life story. Uh, it's essentially a docudrama about his family and their experiences as a family during these troubles and how they move forward and cope with them. And I thought it was fantastic. The mother is played by um, Kat Katrina. It's not spelled Katrina. It's pronounced Katrina, but it's 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 spelled like Caltriona Balfi. Okay, who is Irish, and she she played in Ford versus Ferrari. She was Christian Bale's wife in that, and I thought she was gorgeous in that movie. And she is the mother of this nine-year-old boy in this movie and she is fucking fantastic and she's incredibly incredibly hot um i can't remember the actor who played the father but he's a well-known he might have been the guy not who, as hot the, but. not as hot but he also played in uh he was in uh, 50 shades of gray he was the guy <laughs> he was the guy he was the guy he was the guy in 50 shades of gray yeah not the girl just to make sure that you're under you That's understand just so remember, you guys yeah, know. I can't remember his name. He was the guy. But he actually did a really, really good job. I did not know he was Irish. 
to start with. But uh, I I can't I can't say enough about that. It was it very much a, a, a just a slice of life picture. I, you 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 really need to go find it. Go watch it. Belfast is a great great movie. It's 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 black and white. There are a lot of uh, it because it's super super Irish. The the accents can be thick. Um, that was another downside. To you, may, you may have to turn on the subtitles. Corey, come on, but uh, it's totally worth it. Totally worth it. And a lot of the camera, a uh, lot of the camera shots were from the viewpoint of a nine year old boy. A lot of up shots from to watch all of his family and the rest of their neighbors living their life and trying to deal with what they're experiencing. Uh, really, really well done. Really well done. Awesome. Can't so say enough about it. We're gonna hey, do. Hang on. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I have to add on to, <laughs> so speaking of uh, yes. the hot lady in Belfast, yes, Michelle Dockery in The Gentleman, yes, oh dude, the second uh, okay. she came yes. on screen, the second she came on screen, I was like, yes, gonna have to find out who that is, yes, yeah, and I'm I was t- dealing with a beginning and an ending to the movie that That's clearly worked, yeah. worked against me, so I will take this, yeah. Oh, Michelle, that dude hurt, yeah. Her 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 <laughs> character it, in that movie kind of sad yeah. though. It, like honestly, like you you want to go against the grain and really be interested in the acting, but isn't it sad that that can really enhance a fucking movie? Oh, it did. Well, and and it's just as sad as I, how the reverse can detract from a movie. On the flip side, yeah, I did not know Fletcher in this movie. Yeah, was Hugh fucking Grant? Oh, dude, he knocked My, out of the park. No, no, he did. No, he did great. But I didn't even know it was fucking him, he, dude. He looks terrible. No, 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 That's no, no. Acting, no, sir. no. He, I pulled because once I found out it was him, I, yeah. I, I pulled up images of him today because this was this movie was made uh, two thousand nineteen. Is it three years old? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. My last memory of and him, he's older than right. The last time you saw, when was the last time you saw him? What's the movie? Uh, he has the little red car that he drives around in. I have no fucking idea. I, I'm not a Hugh it's, Grant. It, Until it, it, this movie, it, it was, I I can't remember the last time I watched a Hugh Grant. It was probably ninety choice. You know, it was it was probably ninety two. The okay. movie I'm thinking of came out. Okay, so that was, was the my, one with Julia Roberts. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I was trying to fix that earlier. <laughs> so just so everyone knows, there's a filter on one of the lights. There's a plastic filter on the top. And so it if just, you're seeing just, all the warts and yeah, all from Corey now, it just fell it, from the ceiling shot. and. Yeah, Corey just had a little pee come out of his little <laughs> little baby pee pee. Got a little bright. No, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna plow through it because we're almost done with this episode. No, no, no. Yeah, no, so, no, no. So speak, speaking of Hugh Grant, yep, I just read this like a couple days ago, which is crazy because he brought him up. Right, that the second he poured a shot, he would drink it. Who Hugh, Hugh Grant? Grant? Yeah. So oh. let's uh, let's let's, <laughs> that, let's that makes sense. Yeah, let's. All right, Corey. Let, by the way, I licked my finger after pouring this. Uh, yeah, and I don't like sweet pickle. But this is so much, so similar to 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 the dill, uh, with the way that they make uh, their liquor. That it, I'm sure it's going to be phenomenal. So let's go. Here we go. Sweet pickle. Sweet pickle Cheers. shot. Oh yeah. Oh man, very pickly. That is too sweet pickly. I don't like sweet pickles. I like the first one much better than this. Well, okay, so. Sweet pickles don't belong in a shot. I'm I'm gonna say, I like it. <sighs> so Bob, I, I was telling him this earlier. Yeah, 
This company also makes a spicy dill. Well, that I would like to try. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we were talking about Hugh Grant. Yeah, no, I'm trying to find. It wasn't Hugh Grant. It was. Um, oh, it wasn't Hugh Grant. No, 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 no not, not Hugh Grant. No, the, not, it was, was, it, was it Hugh Janus? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was. It was Hugh Grant. It was who was he married? Uh, Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. Was it like Serendipity or some like woman's fucking movie, like some shit like that? Uh, of course, that's all Hugh Grant did. It was like uh, Fifty First Dates, or that's all. That's all he did. Yeah, some. Hugh Grant, English actor, filmography. It's movies. always great when we Google things while we're on a. Well, I'm talking about it while I'm doing it. Notting Hill, four weddings and a it, funeral. No, it wasn't Notting Hill. Okay. Uh, okay. Jesus Christ. About a boy. Sense of Bridget Jones's diary. Nope. None of those. Do I know the movie you're thinking of? No, yeah, I don't. It was, dude, but, it was, it was but you know, the thing I didn't know was his, his actual name is Hugh, Hugh John Mungo Grant. Mungo's wow. not good for uh, not good for, for the Hollywood. ladies. No, not good for Hollywood. No, Mungo it's not Grant. good for anything. Ladies and gentlemen, Mungo, Mungo Grant. Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome if we were the podcast that took Hugh Grant down? Like him soliciting a hooker back in the day. Uh, I, I, yeah, in Hollywood I think, didn't do it, but the Schnozcast. I think Hugh Grant has been taking himself down for years, but he's been coming back like a weed. He just keeps popping up, and I'll, I'm, I got to tell you. I know I didn't assign this to you, and I probably won't because okay. I have plenty of other ones to assign. Uh-huh. But he fucking knocks it out of the park in this movie. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. According to Corey, he's not very easy on the eyes. So, but again, that's acting. Uh, I he I acted dare, I dare to say, not look good. Yeah. Or he, he's we also can give the makeup department a lot of credit. He's also sixty-two years old now. Okay. Well, four weddings like Notting Hill was in nineteen ninety-nine. Yeah, I don't know why you're looking at me. I believe you. No, I'm just saying, for those who are expecting Hugh Grant to look in The Gentleman as like he looked in Four Weddings and a Funeral or Notting Hill, he does not. He's now 62. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Is <coughs> Harrison Ford reprising Indiana Jones? 100%. They just finished filming it, and he, uh, and he made an appearance this, at uh, Com- San Diego Comic-Con. And he said this is the last, this is the last time, right? Yeah, this is it. This is it. And, and I'm, I'm blown away that he I understand even agreed that he, to do it. Well, he said from the this is actually pretty cool that we are giving Corey plenty of time to dig into whatever he's digging into yeah. here. But uh, I, I'm happy to talk about this. Uh, you, really, your dog's <laughs> name is Indy. Yeah. You dressed up as Indiana Jones, yeah, and well, you love Indiana well, Jones, but you want to talk well, about this? Well, blown away. <laughs> he he has said from the beginning, meaning like this is like 15 years ago that. No one else will ever play Indiana Jones. The role will die with him. It's and not a James Bond kind of thing. It is not. What do you and mean? How can he say that? He can say that because he's one of the biggest actors in the world. Whoever they get to play, whoever they get to play James Bond is nobody. They're not, they're not nobody, but they are not Harrison Ford. Daniel Craig was was not Harrison Ford when he started. Pierce Brosnan was not Harrison Ford when he started. Guess, Pierce, guess Harrison who was, Ford is guess, a guess who established was not Har- major uh, fucking star. Guess who was not Harrison Ford when they started? Harrison Ford. Right, but now he is, and he's already done three, So four, he controls Hollywood. Fifth, oh, absolutely. When it, comes to, when it comes to Indiana Jones, absolutely. If he says does he, no. Does he own? He does not own, but he has the trust and uh, confidence of Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. And with those two guys, because they agree, it'll never fuck Oh, they So they, they do agree. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're like, we're not making it with anybody else. So for this one, I 
had heard that there's a bit of de-aging of, of Harrison Ford for really? some part of the movie, a la The Irishman. Is it to go back de-aged. in time? Like to... Yeah. Okay, so it's it's like to say like... It's not to say like that a it's flashback? a prequel. Um, or they I just like de-aged him in the movie I, because it's been so long. I don't know what the plot of the movie Tell is. me! <laughs> I need to know! All I know is they needed to use... They, they did use some of the de-aging because Harrison Ford is like 86. Is he 86? He's 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 getting up there. Let's just say, how fucking old is Harrison Ford? He's not that old. He is currently 80 years old. He's born in 1942. Wow. So for an 80-year-old man to do any stunts... You're just not going to... I can't believe he did any stunts in the last movie they did, which was probably like eight years ago. So he was, 70, was the 72. Uh, it was Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. They did an Indiana Jones eight years ago? <sighs> Dude, when did they... I, I don't know. I've no, no, seen you're, like... no, no. You're, that's a great question. What fucking... What was the date of I the thought last... the last one was like in the 90s. Uh, Shit. Oh, wait, this is it. The last Indiana Jones movie was in 2008. So that's 14. So, so he's okay. 80 now. He was 66. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know he did another one. Yeah, he was 66 when he did the last one. Now, he, he could still do some running, some old guy running, and some uh, some up-downs and shit. Uh, yeah. Maybe a little bit of uh, fucking firing a gun, but... I'm sure they had a lot of stuntmen doing that shit. Now that he's 80, it's been 14 years since he did the last one, they had to de-age him, which means that they're putting his face on some younger actor's stuntman's body to do some of the stunts. I am okay with that as long as he said that this is the last one I'll ever do. So, Which how, me really means this is the last Indiana Jones movie there will ever be. So, so how many have there been? I uh, just, this is five. This is number five that no they're shit. making now. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought there was like two. Uh, there were th- there were three that he did. They did they did, they did the trilogy, and then there were a lot of years between. Uh, the, the last one needed was nineteen eighty nine, so he went from nineteen eighty nine up until two thousand eight when he finally did the fourth one. Okay, so yeah. I thought that that suspense was from water to the bridge. from eighty eight until now. I didn't know that there was one in yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah. yeah, sorry. You 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 done looking up stuff for? I did. Okay, it, it took I, me a while. I feel like you got something to report. Nine months was the movie that I was referring to with Hugh Grant. Okay, and how it long, was how long ago was that? It wasn't ninety five. Ninety five. Yeah. Right. So it's been. Yeah, he was a big nineties actor. Almost thirty years. Yes. Since then, so he's not looking as spry. No, no, as he once was. Nowhere near. <laughs> That's fair. But I mean. That's to be expected. I, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah, fucking thirty years ago. Yeah. I think so. So yeah, just a little bit of a shock seeing him from from then until until now. But glad to know he's still still doing. I'm just movies. have him on the upswing with the movies. Yeah, no, I said not continuing. It, it was just that. It was that thirty seconds at the beginning and that thirty seconds at the end. All right, how much time we got? Because we got to do new assignments. Oh, oh, we do. Fuck. Yeah, uh, we, we've we've done a podcast and a half already on this this one. That's fine. Um, new assignments. I got you, Nick. Uh, you got Corey, and Corey's got me. Nick, this is gonna be easy. This is what you got. 
Dazed and confused. Okay. Hold it, hold it up to the camera. All right. <coughs> and that is yours to keep, whether you like it or not. I have two copies. Oh, thank you. And so keep that uh, and watch as many times as you like. Appreciate it. Corey. Yes. You got me. And you have me. No, I don't. I oh. just gave Nick his pick. <laughs> as I'm, you and I the know, rest I'm of the kidding. internet I'm, are. I, okay. Gotcha. I got uh, Bob, you have untold. Dude, you just assigned this to Todd last week. Oh, did I? Yeah. You have untold. <laughs> that There's not a rule against that. You can, as long as he Operation Flagrant Foul. It's a series, buddy. It's not just in one episode. It doesn't matter. You can still do it according to the rules. If he hasn't seen it, you can assign it. All right. Untold what? Operation Flagrant Foul. Foul like F-O-W-L? <laughs> I don't have any videos from Nick's cabin. Uh, no, F-O-U-L. Okay. You know, Corey. I should have made a copy of that, that movie somehow. Yes, you should have. I, I will say that F-O-U-L is the comment you just made. All right. So, Nick, you got Corey. Yeah, this is going to be fun because he just, I feel like. I feel like you've done no work. I feel like sometimes he just says he's seen things if he doesn't want to watch them. Oh, we're going to find out. Yeah. Uh, So, Corey, I accidentally gave Todd a loan on the podcast one time, and I didn't specify the season. And it turns out I was watching season eight, and I thought season eight was really good, and apparently I gave him season four. Okay. And. He's like, oh, uh, this really sucked. It was really weird. And, yeah, he was right. Um, so <laughs> That's a great start to whatever you're going to talk no, about. No, I want to give you a loan, which I don't know if you've seen season eight or any of it. I have not. Okay, so just see none of it. You can, no. you, can start okay. from, you can start from the beginning. It's season one? Yeah. No. Season eight. Wait, no, no. You can start from the beginning of season it's eight. The beginning of season Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Well, thank God you specified that now. Well, I yeah, because I've one. not seen all the seasons, but I really enjoyed season eight. And I think I enjoyed mm. season two or something. But I know right now from looking at my phone that what I was watching was season eight. Because I remember when he was de- describing to me like what had happened, I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. Because Alone is just that. It's a show where they put them out almost like Survivor, but they're by themselves. Okay. I mean, that's the whole premise of the show. They put them out in the wilderness by themselves. And it's kind of like a contest kind of thing. Corey gave me uh, something similar. Uh, he gave me the the circle, which was a oh. contest type yeah. show. Yeah. Which was a contest type that show. Was a long time ago. And, it was a long time and, ago. And I liked it. I really liked it. This is a little bit. Corey loves survival shit and gear that he can buy and things he can do when we go kayaking and things like that. And this yep. is very much like that. So it's kind of a, a hybrid of both shows. But I wanted to give him the correct season because when Todd described the season I gave him, yep. he said, oh, yeah, it was the father and son show where they were together. I'm like, wait, the show is called Alone. What do you mean they're together? What are you talking about? And I looked back and I'm like, oh, yeah, apparently I gave him the wrong season. I just don't understand how you started a show in season eight. <laughs> I didn't start it in season eight. I started watching, I think when it first came out, I started watching season one, and I liked it. 
And so why wouldn't you assign Corey season one? I, I can't remember, and I never came back to it. I started watching okay. it. I liked season one, and it was one of those things where I was surf, surfing through. Like, I forgot about it. Yeah. I was surfing through Netflix, and they said new season available, and I clicked on it, yeah. not remembering that I needed to go to season two. And it's not like friends where you're like if you don't know I've, what happened in season oh, I would have one, heard about it by g- now if it was I, I, no. feel like, I feel like Nick's TV watching is just a complete disarray of it's a shit it's an utter nightmare uh, I'll, yeah. g- I'll give you I'll give you a good example Corey would you have to see season one of the circle to watch season four of the circle no you would not they're all different people no no, no. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're definitely right? correct yeah. you're definitely correct but if I were to find it on a streaming service, and there was season one through season <laughs> fifteen, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be like, ah, fuck. Let's get season eight a try. <laughs> that's not what I. But I just explained that's not what I, I did. I, it's it's close. I watched season one. It's close. A while had passed. Can't remember it. And, it's, it. and it said so, new episodes available. Right. Only, so no and since eight. you don't have to know anything from the previous, I was like, okay, new episodes. But there's new watch. episodes available, so why didn't you just go back to season one no, and start watching? No, that's too much. No, that's too much. <laughs> that would no. make the most sense, though. No. Well, that's where you that's fucked not up. What, that's, that's where not, you fucked up. Guess what? That's, that's not what fucking happened, and you got season eight. Yeah. And if you like I, it, I know I, look, I mean, I'm not. You like I'm not it, maybe you're gonna give like, a review. Maybe it's yeah. gonna suck. No, I'm maybe f- it's gonna be awesome. I'm fine ne- with that. They never. They don't reference things from other seasons. They're all independent of themselves. He sounds willing to take whatever kind of review you're gonna give. So I always have to take whatever review he gives. Well, what are we gonna do? I just I just find your your episode watching very interesting. Typically, I, I'll I'll side with you guys. Typically, that's not the way I watch shows. But with this, it really doesn't matter. So I liked it. And what was it? Never mind. We'll talk about it later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. With that, that's the end of the episode. Please join us next week on behalf of Corey and Nick. This is Bob saying we'll see you next weekend.